So this week, we're doing something a little bit different. This is our first ever socially distanced podcast, and it's all in honor of Tyler, who got COVID. Woo! <laughs> Music should be playing now. <laughs> Tyler, how does it feel to have a death sentence? I just really want to know. I'm on my deathbed. It's on his deathbed. It couldn't be I, like a better like... fitting week. Honestly, yeah. this wasn't this wasn't planned. Like we didn't we didn't send Tyler out. What into do you the mean? I didn't plan to go outside. <laughs> I didn't just walk be light post and lick it. Yeah. <laughs> Every light post he can. The dedication to the bit is honestly impressive. Very impressive. I knew what we were doing. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, this is our first ever socially distanced episode of the podcast. We're doing this and over what better Zoom. way to do that than yeah, to talk there, about plagues. That's right. Actually, yeah, we didn't talk about the theme of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of forgot. I just yeah, you skipped title. over that. Glossed they read over the that, title. that completely. We're yeah. three, two, one binge. I'm your host, Chris. I'm with my co-host, Faison. Yep. Are you with us? Uh, well, we're spirit. here in spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Faison. I'm about to be. <laughs> uh, and we're here with the the too walking soon, Tyler. corpse, Tyler. No, it's not too soon. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I'm glad he's. I'm glad that he's come to terms with his own mortality. Maybe, you know, it's good. There won't be any crying at his deathbed. <laughs> that came out. No, that it didn't come out the way you wanted it. No, you've accepted that you're gonna die because you have COVID. And you I see. Die. I see how you feel, Chris. All right, I won't keep you in my will. <laughs> come on, I know you probably have money. Why is that? You want to stop right there? You want to stop right there? Uh, Tyler lives a very luxurious lifestyle. And no other reason, <laughs> no, no other reason whatsoever. Uh, I'm really glad we good save, it. man. Great save, yeah, yeah, great save. I'm glad we're doing a Zoom meeting because we could just put this up on YouTube to see Chris's face right now. <laughs> well, the, yeah, you the can't even his see face. his face. Okay, you know what? Hold on. Yeah, here we go. I'll I'll adjust it for you guys. It's like you just gave your grandparents FaceTime for the first Look, time. No, it's and you just see the, the, the top of their fore- their no, eyes listen, and above. It's... Uh, it's <laughs> now like my monitor is big enough so that the, the camera on top if i have it like pointing straight it only kind of gets at the top of my head yeah yeah. so yeah. i had to i had to i had to lower my chair and lower the camera so that i can look at you guys in your eyes i had to go down to your level anyway tyler don't you have some shout outs to that uh, sure <laughs> just uh, yeah th- this is gonna be a rough episode for you isn't it yeah yeah yeah, when isn't it? <laughs> it's gonna be a rough one for all of us. <laughs> I have really the high ground. I can. I, I have the high ground. I can make jokes. I mean, you have Corona. You can. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I you can't even taste. Yeah, it anymore. I. I can say it. You can't. Wait, which one did you lose? Tasting taste. or smelling? Smell. Okay, so you lost. You lost smell That's and then the, 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 the. Yeah. Yeah, he lost smell and the ability to maintain an erection. So. <laughs> I guess you know. Uh, yeah, that was a one, free of, shot. one of the three. Really, yeah, free shot. Yeah, you you like. Oh, you just threw that one out there, huh? Yeah, that, I came out. Yeah, free shot for that field. one. <laughs> this is war, Tyler. I won't. I'm not. Shout outs. Abusing you because you're sick. Shout outs. We're gonna have fun with this. We're gonna have fun with this. Episode. We're gonna have fun. Uh, all right. So again, shout out Pilot G. He's still making our music. It's the same one, but it's still really good. I really like our opening. Still really good. So do I. Yeah. So it, it really it increased Pilot G. It increased like the old, yeah. like just everything. Like the vibes was really good with it. And on that note, we're also shouting out a uh, friend of the 
channels are we, we we're not really i don't think we call ourselves uh, friend a of the channel. show friend, friend of the, the show i like that i like that we're uh shouting out a friend of the show a friend of the show uh movie complex channel on youtube uh she does like kind of bite-sized review content for a lot of uh, netflix and streaming type content really good stuff and we'd recommend checking her out yeah she does and pretty good work i saw the witcher episode is pretty in depth. i saw the death in of death tyler did i say <laughs> death that that on that really <laughs> Oh, in death? Yeah, I'm waiting for mine. <laughs> Next week, we're going to have just replaced Tyler with somebody else because he died. And we're just going to call that person Tyler. Yeah, do we just bring on Fabio to impersonate Tyler? <laughs> Fabio or can do, do two, imp- two impressions, Borat and Tyler. Those are yeah. the no, so do, you want, do you want him as Borat impersonating uh, me? You get old. I... It gets old <laughs> quick. If it was Borat impersonating me? Yeah. I mean, oh, if we had actually, Sasha Baron Cohen in yeah, see, you, you thought that'd about be, it. That'd be pretty good. I mean, but Borat, like, are we talking like Borat one or like Borat two? Borat impersonating you. The growth, the growth of Borat two. Okay, it'd be better then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> original Borat would uh might be a be little very questionable. Yeah, yeah. He he. Borat two would be sad of my COVID death. Yeah. Would he though? I mean, I mean, it's his fault. Eh, maybe. Oh yeah, true. Well, he didn't mean to. Hey man, I don't know. Intentions, intentions only go so far when you're causing a plague. And speaking of plagues, the first movie we're talking about today is Contagion. Um, Good old Contagion. We actually didn't bother discussing who was going to intro each episode. I just realized that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The moment I said that, it's a scuffed podcast today. Yeah. Yeah. We were supposed to record free jazz. Ten thirty. Free jazz today. (laughs) In in honor of La La Land. (laughs) Uh, whose soundtrack I keep listening to. You do? Because the epilogue song only I keep listening to over mm. and over again because it's really good. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we were, we, were supposed, we, were supposed, we were supposed to do this episode at 10 o'clock. Uh, it is currently 2.30. So, yeah. You know, just 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 lump this in with puppets. But, I mean, granted, do these episodes, really, I mean, do these show movies really even need an introduction? Like, they're all this kind of the same concept. Contagion is the one that's most realistic, so yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll intro Contagion. Contagion is a movie uh, about a plague happening in the modern world. Uh, the wrong pig meets the wrong bat, and uh, a lot of people die. Yeah, released nine end. years ago, and basically was very accurate to what we see today. Started in China. <laughs> that, that's that's where we're starting with. Okay, Faison. That's it. I'll, I'll, that's all. I'll say. You're not. You're not and, wrong. And, Bats were involved. Yeah, bats allegedly are involved in both. <laughs> yeah. It's... I'm not going to speak on it because I don't I actually don't know what caused COVID. So, like, <laughs> I'm not going to speak on it after he spoke on it. <laughs> I said allegedly. That's why I said allegedly. <laughs> you got to throw that in there. If you say allegedly, you can say anything. <laughs> exactly. Le- legally, allegedly protects you from just about everything. Sure. Contagion, Contagion is uh, it's a movie. And I feel like that's really the easiest way to sum it up because it has there's no like yeah it's kind of boring yeah there's no like shining factors of it you know like there's nothing like defining about this movie it's just on yeah and it's it's yeah, one I, of those movies where the event is basically the main star compared to like the actual characters yeah that's fair yeah, I mean I I say the characters suck <laughs> yeah like Faisal yeah the characters um. Characters kind of suck in this one. Like the only character I think I actually like is is the Kate Winslet one, uh, Titanic woman one character. I don't remember her name. I guess I didn't like her that much. But yeah, I don't. Her story even was solid. Was. I don't remember a lot of the names. I just remember the actors. I mean, I liked uh, Fishburne's character, Lawrence Fishburne. 
I think Fishburne the, was okay. He's not the head of the CDC, but he's like one of the higher ups there. Or is he? The yeah, head? I, I think he might have been the head. And then like it was just like another government branch that was like giving him shit mm. because uh, for lying, I guess. I mean, I feel like I kind of feel like this movie. Like I saw this in theaters, right? And you, Tyler, you saw this for the first time early quarantine, right? I saw it early quarantine and then last week. Yeah. So I feel like, especially because I watched it in theaters back in the day, there was a lot of enjoyment when it wasn't kind of just reality. Yeah, I could see that. Because like then, it, like when you're watching this, like in a pre-COVID world, it's like, oh man, like that play, would suck. A if pandemic, that that's crazy. And it's like now, it's kind of just like, eh. Now, well, now it's like, oh, okay, this movie's pretty accurate. Besides, like, obviously, the scale and yeah, how the bad scale's the virus. A lot <laughs> the scale is higher. The virus is, like, way more deadly. Way more people die. And it only, like, the movie, uh, is it, what, only a month? Or, like, a couple months? I think it's, like, a month. Yeah, you're right, actually, because it starts in, like, Thanksgiving, and it ends before January. Yeah. Man, imagine ending a pandemic in a month crazy well i mean like it killed way more people so they had to keep going i mean sure that's a point tyler but yeah i guess guess if we did have like that level of uh like pandemic you would be dead yeah maybe yeah yeah you would be very dead right now Mm. but yeah i I feel like since like when you watch it without everything that's going on it's kind of like if it there's a like a sense of excitement to it because of it's all fictional and it all feels fictional um because it feels it, like oh you're just you're just watching this thing that could never happen until yeah. it happened then you until watch it, it again but then it, that kind of makes it boring you know yeah, because you're like you're going through like you i don't i don't think you watch a movie to see something that you're currently going through you know like you want to you watch movies to see shit that like you know hasn't happened to you or like seems like out of this world kind of yeah, yeah. Well, I, you go in for like an experience. Yeah, it's like, like, like well, I'm experiencing like you want to experience something day. new, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, why do you watch the Avengers? Because like superheroes and shit, right? Like, it's cool, entertaining. Yeah, you don't yeah. see that. And, it's kind of yeah, how I. It's kind of how I feel about historical movies. Yeah, I like, agree. I kind of feel wait, the same I'm, way. Whoa, 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 whoa. I gotta, gotta, gotta cue me in here. What's going on? Like in this, like for me, uh. Not most historical movies, but like particular ones, like war movies. I don't particularly like care for, or like specific. I don't know what specific time period I don't particularly care for. But most of the time, if it's a historical movie about this specific event, that if it's an event that I've heard a hundred times about, like oh, we're doing a whole thing about World War II. Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor, World War Two. It's like I know it. I've seen one movie on it. You can't really tell us differently. You might make it more. Wait, brutal. are you talking about the the Pearl Harbor movie? I'm just talking in general. Oh, okay. Because I'm saying he's I mean, just talking about how he feels about history movies. I, I mean, I definitely don't agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I unless we disagree, unless the the movie is about a time that isn't talked about, that's completely different. Because obviously, like, oh, this actually happened. That's interesting. Why haven't we heard about it before? That's that's different. I, guess. I kind I mean, of agree even, with Tyler. I don't know. I feel like even for like. Like, let's say, like, World War II, right? That's probably the most overdone period in film, I would argue, mm-hmm. right? Like, even, like, shortly after World War II, they started making World War II movies. Um, I don't know. I feel like since you can't you can't live it yourself, there is kind of, like, a, like a vicariousness of watching the movies. I, I don't guess. know. I think, I, think that, I think the historical pieces definitely have their value, just because it's a place and a time you can never go back to. 
But I do think it ultimately leads into like you watch movies to see shit that you can't just look out your window for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes contagion really fucking boring. Yeah, I because like... it's like it's this normal like virus. Yeah. There's nothing really too like it kills people, yeah, but there's nothing like crazy or out of this. It's not like zombies or some shit. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have enough of a twist. It's not it's it just a normal but in during the time period it was a twist because like man imagine this spreading to so many people so fast like who would have thought can you and imagine it, plague yeah i mean the best part of the movie is like the accuracy yeah yeah i guess it's it's interesting in that way because it it has it's probably the only to be... good part of this movie actually yeah i'd agree with that i, I matt really damon <laughs> that's <laughs> he's fucking awful in this he's fucking fuck you fuck you tyler fuck you tyler he's, he's... Fucking awful in this movie He's absolutely terrible. His wife is having a seizure next to him, and he's just looking at her and saying, hey, honey, hey, honey, you okay? She's foaming at the mouth, Tyler. How funny would it have been if he just said his name? <laughs> his, uh, Gwen, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow f- seizes Foster for Matt Damon. <laughs> I can't. I can't hurt you from here. I can't. I'm at my home. I can't. You wouldn't want to hurt me. I have COVID. What do you want me to I... do? Would still throw things at you if I could. I hate you. And I hate Team America. And I want that on my fucking tombstone. America. Fuck yeah. I hate you all. God. I do think um, the performances in the movie are fucking garbage. Yeah. Dude, I still hate that scene where uh, the doctor is just like, fuck this. I'm going to hit myself with the vaccine. Just inject into myself because I can't get a test subject or whatever. And then the CDC after was like, oh, yeah, you tested on yourself. It works. Cool. (laughs) A very gutsy move, I got to say. Yeah. Um, I can't even I don't remember anything about that character except that scene. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I think that was her only like scene. This movie has like so many main characters and like I think at least four divergent plot lines. And it clearly can't handle any of them. Because it's an ensemble, yeah. and again, it's the the main characters again, the actual virus instead virus, of the people. Yeah. But like, like we have like how many storylines we have? We have like the Matt the Matt Damon storyline. We have Jude the Law. CDC with yeah. We have Jude Law, who's a, a conspiracy theorist giving fake cures to the virus, which. Yeah, it turns out that Which would definitely really accurate, happen. Yeah, that one that one would definitely happen. I didn't find like the whole his whole sequence of events particularly interesting. But, but he's like a, he's, a, he's a Facebook group. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's an anti-masker. Yeah. I, I I like his scenes just because I mean I just like Jude Law. So Jude Law is good. Jude Law felt weird in this to me. Every I, I like I usually like Matt Damon in movies. Uh, Matt Damon was really off in this movie. I thought it was Mark Wahlberg because that's how bad Matt Damon was doing in this movie. Hey, so. Mark Wahlberg's great in the party. So <laughs> he is great in the party. He's really bad in the happening. The Happening is just a bad movie. And Transformers <laughs> 4 and 5. <laughs> time out, wait. Those don't Trans- exist. <laughs> and time his out. early rap videos. Time out. The scene and that time he punched a Vietnamese fit, huh? The time in Transformers, <laughs> when he cracked a beer open after, like, punching somebody, that scene's amazing. That scene, I, it, was it, it that haunts Vietnamese me in my guy, Like, 50 years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah, also yeah. that happened. Yeah, he punched a Vietnamese man, and uh, he knocked his eye out. And also, he used to do just completely douchebag rap videos as Marky Mark. Please look them up. Someone look. Yeah. Someone else look. Up I've, no, Marky I've seen Mark. them. Don't worry. They're so bad. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Are... <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly what it is. Uh... 
That, that's how bad Matt Damon was in this movie. I thought it was him. Matt Damon. Oh, I hate you. Gonna keep doing that. You're gonna keep doing that. Um, yeah, like I don't know. Like I, I also really like Lawrence Fishburne, and I think that although he was probably the second best performance in this movie, mm. and he just still felt stunted. So I kind of want to blame the director because everyone feels kind of stunted and boring and calm, and well, like, director, not really reacting well. The director did. Um... I have no idea what else he did. So. Sonnenberg, he did uh, the Oceans movies. Oh, really? Oh. The original yeah. ones? Well, I mean, not the, the one of Brad Pitt. But yeah, the, the original. The original ones. That's though. not the, the original one. Is, I mean, there's an original one before that. Oh, oh, is there? It's with like Frank, Frank uh, Sinatra. Oh, <laughs> is it a heist movie? What? Yeah, it's. Holy shit, I never heard of that. I'm pretty this, sure. I'm, that got me that really. I'm actually kind of really want to watch that now. Are you yeah. sure, Tyler? Is it like yeah, just Frank Ocean, Sinatra and the rap pack? film, right? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't. I yeah. didn't know about that, man. I'm learning something today. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I can't oh, yeah, watch the rap pack. Now. Yep. That's actually kind of fantastic. I have no idea how good it is, but yeah, he. I kind of want to see that. All right, fair enough. Uh, I didn't know he did the Ocean's movies, which yeah, kind of makes Ocean. this even weirder. He did the Ocean's movies, which are good. Yeah. He did Logan Lucky, which is another heist movie that's hilarious. So, like, he's he's I like him. That's weird. Maybe he like, can only do heist movies. <laughs> like I, I really thought oh, he did that, Magic like... Mike. He did Magic Mike too. Not the sequel. He did. Uh, he the also did one? Magic Mike. He did Elysium. Yeah. No, he didn't do Elysium. That's just a Matt Damon movie. Yeah, it's just Matt Damon. Uh, it's weird because like I thought that since everyone feels so fucking stunted and boring in this movie, that it has to be that he just is not a good director. But but it, he yeah he is good. He's done. He's done good stuff. I like. Wait, I don't. Yeah, yeah, he did Ocean's Twelve. Damn. Okay. All right. Well, that's really weird. But either way, the performances are shit. I think um, the worst performance in the whole movie is the daughter, Matt Damon's daughter. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I don't think she can act, and she never did again. So I guess I was right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate, I hate her text with her boyfriend. Like she's texting with her boyfriend like most of the movie, and they're just they're texting. You know, in the middle of a pandemic, they just keep throwing. Like not even emojis, just like emocons, like pre emoji, pre emoji emojis. Yeah, it's and it's like, this did come out in what twenty eleven. Yeah, I just hate it. Like at one point, the boyfriend. I'm not texting, gonna blame. Like, I'm not no, gonna like, blame the no, no, texting. No, no, no. <laughs> the mom, the mom died, right? The stepmom oh. died, I guess, right? Oh, that, yeah, yeah. And then the boyfriend sexed her. How's your dad? Uh, crying, crying emoji. You say text or sexed? Text. It was a mix of I, both. <laughs> I I said text. He texted her. How's your mom? I mean, how's your how's your <laughs> That'd be a weird <laughs> sex to send. How's your mom? Crying emoji. <laughs> that that's that's and... legit. The beginning <laughs> of a porno. That <laughs> ends with him having a threesome between the two, all three I... of them. What have I? What have I done? I I, I make. I'm one stuck. Ca- I'm quarantined at home, and I need company. <laughs> oh man, do you think you're really gonna get COVID porn parody soon? I hope not. I mean, <laughs> probably. I mean, it's probably already a thing. I, I, I don't know, but damn, I think that'd be. I think that's a great premise, and the, these porn directors really need to to step up and take a shot at this because that'd be fucking great. If you're looking up right now, I bet you'll find tons. We're not doing that. <sighs> okay, Chris I, uh... might be doing that. <laughs> I almost did. Um, yeah, the texts I think are really stupid. And I think the single worst line delivery in the whole fucking yeah, movie. no, there is. <laughs> <laughs> you guys thought it was gonna be me. It was really Faison. <laughs> you thought about it. 
We'll put this. I, we'll we'll put the video on YouTube. I right? we'll put this video on YouTube. I mean, I it's kind of actually one of these is kind of funny. Okay, I would hope they're all funny. We got we got time to kill. <laughs> I just saw the thumbnail, but she had her mask cut with a hole in the middle. <laughs> oh, man, that's not going to protect her from Corona. Come on, <laughs> that's just not good safety. I don't think Corona's getting in there. I think something else is. Yep. Tyler, is this how you got COVID? You had a hole in the center of your mask, just in case. Yeah, a giant hole. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this is this is what oh, we've devolved fuck. into. This is that week. not how you wear your guys' mask? <laughs> no, no, it's not, Tyler. What? Faison's just laughing. He's seeing something, man. He's seeing I something real. I'm still laughing. At... <laughs> so Faison's witnessing things no man should ever see. No, I, 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 I closed the door. Chris, tab, you're gonna look worry. this up immediately. So you're I think that the single worst. I think that the single worst uh, line delivery in the whole movie has to be when Matt Damon's son is having a seizure and dying. He's no, he's already dead. He's a corpse. He's dead. Mm. And the babysitter comes up and says, "Oh, is he dead?" And that's <laughs> that's pretty much the same emotion she gave. So <laughs> same delivery as uh, Mark Wahlberg in the happening. What? No. <laughs> I love that scene. Oh, oh that I love is, that scene. I have I, I've like, seen only half the movie. Oh, I've seen the whole thing. It's like my favorite bad movie. Oh, great! That just means I can justify making you watch more bad movies. There's a difference. That happening's hilarious. And most bad movies are actually really funny. They don't mean to be, but they're really funny. Yeah. Is there is there even anything else uh, anything else worth saying about no. about contagion? <laughs> I don't think so. There wasn't much to say with to begin with. Tyler, mm. you're the biggest protector of this movie. What do you got to say? I mean, uh, I think as he gets up and walks away. Yeah, you got to <laughs> like ask him the question the and then just stood up. What the fuck is that? <laughs> my, I'm trying to find where I left my water bottle, man. I don't know what I you did. You asked the question and then walked I'm away. bringing the, the mic with that. me. I'm bringing the mic with me. <laughs> Can your wire reach that long? Yeah, it's fine. I just don't know where the fuck I did my water. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I'm gonna do the same thing in about a minute, but like I wouldn't ask a question and then walk away. Well, I was gonna let you talk so that I could look. I don't know what the fuck I did for it. It's not a big room. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, I I enjoy the movie. I get that the issues with it, but like, I didn't focus on the acting. I mean, obviously the two negatives you pointed out of those acting are like pretty bad. The texting, the kids. I'm gonna, I'm excusing bad texting. Yeah, I can excuse the bad text thing, but yeah. the other yeah. things I think were just bad. I can't find my fucking yeah. water bottle. I mean, it's not. I'm, I'm not saying the movie's amazing or anything. I just think it's fine. I do think I would have enjoyed it more if we weren't going through a pandemic currently. I could agree with that. I mean, I so okay. So when I saw it at the beginning of the pandemic, it was the pandemic was the, like more or less new. Way. People were afraid, and yeah. watching this is like, oh, it could get this bad. And now watching it again, it's like. Oh, it I, kind of is this bad. <laughs> it kind of is this bad. Obviously, Death Toll is completely different in yeah. the actual movie, but like, we're, we're past the point. So if you're watching it now for the first time, it's like, oh, we're already past that point. Watching it's in the beginning is a different is a different uh, experience. experience. Yeah, I think it also sucks to see kind of as we said, like a government that handled it in a month and a half versus um. Well, they had way more it was a movie, too. man. <laughs> I know, I know, but like that's something we see in. I'd say. Well, one of these doesn't succeed, but within this and one of the other movies, like the government actually kind of like gets a handle on things soon. And I, I can't help but sit there and think, man, 
that'd be nice. Mm. It'd be really nice to have had this shit solved in, I don't know, half as much time. Yeah. 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 I think the only other thing really to say about Contagion, no one's wearing masks in that movie. Like, True. some people are. But not not nearly as many people as uh, really would in be, real life should be yeah <laughs> yeah looking back at it you would think huh maybe that should have been a thing but I guess that even though like scientists praised the movie for being accurate I guess that one thing that they the scientists and the director made her was mask because nobody thought about that at the time I, guess I mean you so. see like, Drew I guess that's... you see Drew Law wearing his like makeshift bubble suit and I don't know if anybody else wore mask besides that. I think there's a few scenes, but like you have a lot of scenes of like people on lines where like they're just not wearing masks, they're just standing next to each other. And mm. I mean, like, yeah, definitely some places in the US, you're gonna see a lot of people just not wearing the mask and kind of ruin it for the rest True. of us. But um, I just feels like there's very few masks compared to realistically what they need. Uh, but although, you know, it's, one of, it's one of those things like Foresight's 2020, right? Although I would say that the symptoms in the movie are way more blatant than they are now. Yeah, that's true. that's true. There was no there was no issue of like asymptomatic and stuff like that. Yeah, like if you're walking down the street and a guy's coughing, it's like that guy definitely has it. So true. I guess if you walk down the street now and you just you can't really just tell someone can't get a boner. So no real clear way to, to turn. <laughs> why is that? Why, why are you looking there to notify? <laughs> well, you can't find out, Tyler. There's no way of knowing. Are you just walking down the street? Hey, you got one? You got one? You? You? <laughs> just doing anything for you? <laughs> Anytime I see someone with an erection, I feel safe because I know that they can't have COVID. <laughs> Where do you hang out? Hey, Chris, how many people are you seeing with erections on a daily basis? <laughs> Where do you work? Oh, God. Oh. All righty. Well, uh, moving on from, from whatever that was there. <laughs> We're learning a lot about Chris today. Yeah. Uh, our our next movie is 28 Days Later, which is basically just zombie plague. It's zombie plague, yeah. Zombie yeah, plague is some, a fun plague. There's some chimpanzees, you know, that break out of a laboratory and just are spreading zombie plague. Is this what you want, Peter? This is what Peter wants. This is yeah. what Peter wants. I mean, the opening scene is so fucking weird to me. Because, like, I, I knew very, I, like, I knew this was, like, a zombie movie. And uh, that's pretty much all I knew going into it, because I had I had thought I had seen one scene from this movie. It was actually from Twenty Eight Weeks Later, the sequel. Oh, so I okay. knew very little about this movie. Um, but then the opening scene is like these like eco terrorists like breaking into a science facility to break out some chimpanzees, and it genuinely felt like I had put on the wrong movie. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I what the that, yeah. fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, because when everyone talks about the opening scene. Uh... They were referring to the uh, after, not the cold open. They're referring to after the credits. Yeah. Where uh, Cillian Murphy, the main character, Jim, wakes up in a hospital and just wanders around because everything's uh, abandoned. Yeah, that's really good. It, it made me wonder because, like, this movie, uh, it has the feel of like a student film. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, that's the way a lot of British, British te- television is. Hey, were you throwing a British accent on there when you're saying television? <laughs> I kind of hate the fact that I was, but like <laughs> unintentionally. Like I said British, so my brain's like, hello. <laughs> go, go right in there. Um, but no, like apparently, that's the way a lot of British TV is. So I kind of was like, how the fuck did they get to lock down so many roads in London? <laughs> For these scenes, yeah, like it felt it felt almost impressive, feeling like it also felt like a student film. 
where like they shouldn't really have they been shouldn't able be able to. to do things like that like afford yeah. afford to like hey let's shut down the street for the whole day please the street yeah. next to big ben for that shot of it's a nice one yeah the, i mean the opening that opening not the the not monkeys, the monkeys. not the prologue but yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It's I think the whole opening is a really good scene. It sets a really good sense of tone that I think the movie kind of throws out often. But I think uh, it sets a really good sense of tone because like he's just alone, aimlessly wandering like an empty London. There's like murals for like dead people on like the roads and sh- on the sides and shit. Yeah, and then he walks into a church. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that that opening's been parodied in uh, Community. People think that that's where Walking Dead got its intro, but it just happened to be the same thing. I doubt that. They were getting. Uh oh. Uh oh. Tyler just, yep. Tyler's Tyler cut out. Technical issues. It's Here unplugged. we go. It's yeah. unplugged from the bottom, it's... Tyler. <laughs> Look at him struggle. No. 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 <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, you got to switch your mic. I'm fixing. I'm fixing. No, it's working. What? Hello. No, no, you gotta, you gotta. It sounds it, weird. Yeah. Using your, uh, your headset. I like how he compared me to like a, an elderly person getting a weapon. I, I literally, it no, no, says no, it's I on compared this. it to you. Damn it! It says it's on this one. Eh, he's not fine. Yes, we'll no. Yeah, yeah, we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. I guess. Yeah, this would be a little scuffed. We're good. I don't know. You, you sound a lot louder now. I no, I turned it louder by. Do you want me to turn lower? Yeah, just a little bit. Should we edit this out? No, it's okay. Just eh. leave it in there. <laughs> leave it in. How's this? Let it be known, audience. Yeah, I, it's good I now, debated I think. it. Yeah. Um, what was but yeah, no, it's been par- it was been paired in community. The Walking Dead th- the Walking Dead did it with Rick. That that feels like a bit of an odd coincidence. It was weird, but I mean uh, the only similarity in both throughout the whole like movie and the show is that he it starts with him waking up in the Waking up from a coma and then wandering out and then realizing he's alone, and those zombies. I think that's the same way the comic starts. It is. Yeah. Okay. It is. I wasn't sure. Uh, did the was the comic being written as this movie was like also being worked on? I guess you said you said something like uh, that. Yeah, I forgot. I, I read it before, but he Robert Kirkman said that I didn't watch Twenty Eight Days or I didn't get it from Twenty Eight Days. It just happened that it's the same thing. I guess it's like that's a okay. weird coincidence. It's a weird yeah. coincidence, but I guess we'll take it. Yeah. Um. I do. I think Ten Eight Days is actually like a pretty. I haven't seen a huge amount of zombie movies. But yeah, I haven't seen that many. I think Twenty Eight Days is actually pretty solid as far yeah. as zombie movies. I was go. surprised also how like as to how well it aged because I did watch yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I don't know when I was younger, like super young, bootlegged it, watched yeah, it like when classic. I was probably like nine or ten. And then I watched it again for this, and I'm surprised that I still enjoyed it as much. Yeah, yeah, it is. This it movie is also scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. You know what? Oh, I, I can had, imagine. I never saw the movie as a kid, but I remember seeing the box, like on the like a DVD box in like a Walmart or a Pathmark <laughs> or something. Yeah, and oh, I always remember. I remember thinking like, "Oh, this has to be the scariest fucking movie of all time." Uh, it's not actually a very scary movie at all. No, know? but like, it's not really anything. Me with my imagination, yeah. was like, what if this happens in real life? Mm. <laughs> that was my; those were my thoughts as I laid in bed that night. <laughs> no, that that's fair. Like, if you're like a ten year old watching, it doesn't even have to be a scary movie. It just needs to have a scary idea. Yeah, yeah. You can you latch just think about it. Shit. Yeah. I remember when I watched Alien versus Predator. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the idea of like a human hunting alien who could turn invisible. Who, yeah. He could just be right there in the corner of my room. Yeah, what if he's right there? I would never know. What if he's right there? What if he's actually the monster under my bed? Yeah, because you're could... actually just afraid of predator. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very dangerous creature, Tyler. He's very intimidating. Uh, yeah, I couldn't sleep for like a week after I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very good movie either. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, but this one this one does have something really scary. It has the introduction of fast zombies, which I don't think is, is not a very common thing, I don't think. Even now, like it's gotten more common, but it definitely wasn't common back then. And even now, I don't think it's like, it's still not like this popularized zombie. it. Yeah. Yeah, this like, popularized the whole fast zombie, which basically is the infected instead of the undead. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way because to look that's, at it. That's the... Yeah, because uh, undead. Think of the slow one. That's not a living dead. Where they, you can you can outrun them. They won't yeah. stop coming, but you can just keep running. Yeah, fast zombies is like, yeah, fast zombies is oh shit. They will, they will catch up. They're they're like animals basically. Yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting to me. Like I I kind of like that. I guess like that development of zombies. Like as like a as like a genre, not a genre, but like as like a a genre. Cause like you know you have like yeah like Night of the Living Dead, the Dawn of the Dead. I never seen them, but I've ever you know everyone has seen like bits of them. I feel it's like these very slow. I mean, everybody also just knows like the common like stereotypes of zombies, yeah. you know. Like, and yeah, like, slow, I mean both those movies help. Yeah, and this one changed it so much that like now you have like like I can't help but feel like Left for Dead, you know, with like it's fast zombies. Yeah. Or, um, even, Left for like, Dead, Zombieland. Fa- yeah, there's fast zombies in Warm Bodies, I think as well. Like some of them. So like I don't I just I find it pretty interesting yeah. that, like the evolution of the genre in that way because I don't really think any other that's eh, probably not fair to say but I wasn't uh, think I don't really I, don't I can't think of like what? I can't think of other monster tropes that have like evolved so distinctly like there's nothing I new mean, about vampire vampires well, kind of I, I guess yeah hasn't it really cool changed way, though? though it it kind of did with I the mean Twilight they just put series. it in a modern setting yeah they just they made them like they put it in a modern setting they yeah, added more but stuff like I've just ignore Twilight. <laughs> what we got? What we do in shadows? Ooh, okay. What well, we, actually, that's, right. that's take the old tropes point. in that. That's a good point. Yeah. What we do in the shadows is probably the single most interesting vampire film. Period. Oh yeah, I agree. It's really fucking fun. And show. And show. And show. Great show. Great show. God, the whole, I can't wait for season three because that was <laughs> that was a good time. Um. Oh, you know what? One thing I want to say. Yeah. In the prologue for Twenty Eight Days. Um, we see like the chimpanzees, and they're they're shaking the cages, they're freaking out, and then the chimpanzee goes and like attacks a woman, and then he looks up, and we get like a freeze frame, and I immediately thought of the horse from <laughs> Animal House. <laughs> I can't see a freeze frame. Favorite scene. I can't see a freeze frame without thinking about that horse that that had a heart attack. <laughs> every oh, every man. movie. <laughs> Um, it's funny though because I didn't think about it, and then you mentioned it, and I was like, "Yeah, I could see it." <laughs> the only thing you think about it, yeah. I, I every time I see a freeze frame, my brain like is like it's Animal House. Yeah. God, this was a really really dark movie overall. I felt like visual. I mean, visually, it yeah. Was, it was visually, like, story wise, it's it, it's there were some fucked like, up parts. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, feel like there's a bit of tonal whiplash. Yeah in it that might just be me i don't think i think that's just you because like the whole movie 
uh, obviously the world is like, well, at least London has gone to shit. Yeah. But the movie doesn't make it so everything is hopeless. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I think you needed those scenes that you think are total whiplash. Yeah, like there's there's some scenes where like, for example, um, our protagonist, whose name I can't remember, I think it's Jack or Nick? Jim. 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 Um, Jim. 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 <laughs> Jim meets up with like a bunch of other survivors at some point. He kind of slowly builds a bit of a group. And at one point they're like, they're in like a supermarket and they're shopping or well shopping. They're just kind of like grabbing food and stuff or whatever. And like, they're playing with the carts and they're yelling and they're having like a good time. And it's like, you're having way too much of a good time for what seems to be like the zombie uh, apocalypse. They like they, they're like cheering. Like they're like pushing the carts and like standing on them and letting it like ride forward and stuff. The thing is, I, I get where you're coming from, but I do feel like the movie needed those like scenes like that. I, I didn't like that scene in particular. Yeah. I think like those scenes could have been done better, but I get why they're there. I I'm not against levity. Like I'm actually I'm all for you need levity in a dark movie. Like Tyler's Tyler's right about that. Yeah, I, agree I with think that. that this particular brand of levity uh, doesn't it, it, really. It, it feels it comes. It ends up feeling really weird. Yeah. Like to there's me, like another there's place. another scene where like they're having like a picnic together on like the grass and like you know one of them's like looking out for zombies and I think that scene that scene more or less works pretty well. Yeah. I think it's just like this scene in particular it feels like such a stark contrast to like the thing we're going to see in 5 minutes where they're getting chased by zombies in like a tunnel as they're trying to drive out of the city. It's it's so different that it kind of like takes me out of it just a bit. Yeah, I I can agree with that. That, that supermarket scene I didn't like that much. Yeah, I'm not a biggest fan of it. Sure. It yeah, does have like, I didn't, it does have a lot of really I don't think that the super mega scene goes to the extent of where they're like cheering and dancing and all that, but I get what you're saying. Music starts playing, <laughs> you know, break they break into <laughs> song. <laughs> they bust down the song. It's actually La La Land. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do that, but I get what you're saying. Like I like when they're going in through the uh what's what's uh Brendan Gleason's character's name. I've got his name. But like you're when he's going through the liquor and he's Jim. Yeah. Jim. That Jim Cillian Murphy. <laughs> Jim too. Sure. Nick. But no, when he's got like when <laughs> is it actually Nick or are you just I, saying that? I just threw that one out there. <laughs> it's a good bet though. I, I'm I'm willing to go with Nick if you guys agree to it. Whatever. I'm just gonna call him the actor's name. When like when Jim when Jim Cillian Murphy is looking at the liquor and then uh Brandon Gleason's character comes by, it's like, no, you need to get the good stuff and he starts like listing off shit and like to show that he actually knows what he's talking about. I like that moment. I think that's an okay one. I have less of a problem with that particular moment. I guess mm. it's just the overall tone of the scene is just like it's just a bit too it's just it's too over that's too much for me in that in this moment. Like especially with like the world they set up. And like that's kind of a, a bit of a problem I have with a lot of the movie. It's like, especially with Nick. Nick keeps. Troy, yelling... I'm, I'm looking up this guy's name. <laughs> Not Nick. I'm sorry, Jim. I'm talking about Jim. I actually just <laughs> fucked that up. Jim, Jim just keeps fucking. Like, he keeps going into buildings and being like, "Hello, is anyone there?" And then his name is Frank, by the way. Frank we Bra close. Brandon Gleason is Frank. Yeah, we we're yeah. pretty close. There's an N in Frank. And a K. And a K. Yeah. Yeah, we were really sure, close. close. Um, but like, you know, Jim is just like, he goes into buildings, he yells out hello, and then a zombie shows up. And he, it's like, damn it, you guys should just be quiet for, yeah. for a little bit. It's like none of the, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like anyone except for Frank is taking it seriously. Yeah, I, everybody feels way too calm in this movie for me. 
they're so okay with the end of the world, except for Frank. Like Frank is the only yeah. person I think feels kind of like he's level-headed and like he's a bit lighthearted, but he's also aware that shit is and can go down instantly. And he like there's a sense of precaution about him. Whereas Jim goes into an abandoned fucking shop in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, yells hello, and then sees a zombie kid. It's like, well, that's kind of your own fault. Yeah, like, what do you think was going to happen there? Yeah, like, I think the zombie kid was, like, pinned down or something, so it's fine. But, like, that might not have been the case, Jim. So why the fuck were you doing that? Yeah. Just, like, just like weird, bad decision-making. Especially because, like, you don't even have to be bit in this one to turn into a zombie. You just no, you need don't. to have the blood get on, like, your, in your mouth or on in your eyes or something. Yeah. Like, if the blood gets into your blood, you're done. So you really should not be so fucking, like... Just, just chill about everything right now. This is fucking terrible. Yeah. Music's great though. Music is great. The music, the music. Uh, I wish that uh, Danny Boyle, the director, was allowed to do what he wanted to do. He wanted to just score the whole movie to "Godspeed You Black Emperor's album. I, I'm never gonna know what the hell the actual name of this is. It's. Uh... Oh, oh, oh Tyler, you cut out again. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> Yeah, he's look look how mad he is. <laughs> <laughs> he can still hear you. He can still hear me. Yeah, I forgot about that. Keep, keep hey. talking. Okay, yeah, I, I hear vigorous tapping. Well, no, I was um, trying to see if you were coming back because I heard tapping or typing from your yes. side. Yeah, there you go. You're oh, good. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know what's going on with this. Yeah. So wait, yeah. So uh, they wanted but... they wanted to score it to an album. You said. He, Danny Borlo, when he was directing this, said that, yeah, as I was, bless you, as I was making this, I already wanted to use Godspeed's album F Sharp, A Sharp Infinity. And that album, that album's just about like the end of the world. The first, the first song has a whole monologue about like, uh, there's a car on fire, there's nobody driving it, streets are lined with dead bodies. It's really just apocalyptic and it's apocalyptic and it sounds dark. Mm-hmm. But the band uh, said, uh, no, but we'll let you use two minutes of the second song. And that song is played in the very beginning when Jim's walking around London. I wish they used the entire album because it works really well with the apocalypse. Okay. I would have been pretty cool to see. It is a shame they couldn't get the rights to it. I think the music came out overall pretty good, though. Yeah. Like, it is something Mm. that I think is a bit, if not like defining, certainly like memorable about it. So I think that works pretty well. Yeah. I mean, like, the score itself is good. Yeah. Like, I, I've kind of been, like, bagging on parts of this movie. It's not a bad movie at all. Like, there's there's no, some not. genuinely like good stuff in here. I like this movie. It has some, like, solid directing for, like, and, um like, whenever the zombies are coming up. There's, like, a really good sense of, like, the editing's really good. Like, it's really manic and kind of, like, frantic. There's a good yeah. energy to all of it. And then there's also, like, there's some scenes that are just really fucking good. Like, um I think ones that stand out for me is, like, when he's climbing up the building in the beginning, it's Jim and this girl that uh, he met. Selena. They're climbing up the. How was it? Selena. 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 Jim and Jim and S are climbing up this building, and they're uh, like they're being chased down by these zombies that are like not chased down, but like they're coming up the stairs with them, and it's just it's really frantic, and he's like begging her not to just leave him behind to die. I think that's a really good scene when they're trying to get out of the tunnel. And like, there's like just a fucking horde of them coming on their way. Really yep. good. Or I think probably the best scene in the whole movie. Mm, one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Uh, when Frank turns. 
Because mm. that's yeah. that's really fucking that's really good. good. Yeah, Frank so is by the, far the best actor in this movie. Yeah, although I will say I do like how Jim is the main character, but he's not the leader like you see in most zombie movies. He doesn't come out and lead everybody. He's just a part of the group. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, I like that. that. Mm. But yeah, Frank turning um, hits you like so. The at this point in the movie, they hear. Like Selena, Selena and Jim meet up with Frank and his daughter, and they hear a radio message that says, basically, there's a safe heaven, come to us. They eventually get to this place, and it looks like it's deserted. It looks like no one's there. Frank is pissed. And then, unfortunately, like a dead body is like hanging above him, or like whatever. A dead body's above him. Yeah, and a raven's eating it. Yeah. So the blood is still dripping out, and it unfortunately just gets in his mouth and eye. I remember I was so pissed at that yeah, scene. Yeah, he hits like, him right in the eye, I think. The, the odds of it are, like, so unfortunately low. I was like, you yeah. gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, and the transformation is really fast. So it gets in his eye. His daughter doesn't see it happen. She's like, oh, Dad, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I, I love you. And she's like, what? She's like, get away. And then he turns. And then he and does. It, yeah, and then he gets lit the hell up. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, I, I think that the transformation time is really interesting because in most zombie stuff that I've seen, there's like a, like a bit of an incubation period. Yeah. You know, like, like in Walking Dead, it's until you die. Like the illness kills you and then you come back to life. And then like, I think it's kind of a lot of the ways, a lot of movies is like, it's until you die. And it takes a few hours and me like at most yeah. a day. Yeah. Here it's like, like 15 seconds tops. Yeah. yeah. It's like once you're, infected, you're fucking you're, turned. You're, you're turning. You're done. And I think that's I think it's interesting because like in the in the first in most of the movie, right, they're like debating whether the whole world's fucked. And I was always yeah, kind of this just one like, is just the whole world yeah. is fucked. Yeah. But like in, in this one, like they're saying, like the whole world's fucked. And I really wonder how the hell the zombies got out of uh, land. Well, no, like, oh, I, well, yeah, that's the thing, right? Because at the end, at the end, the one the soldier plane. No, the one soldier before that says that it like his theory is that it's only London that's fucked. Yeah. The one guy, the one more or less good soldier in um, Doctor Who's Band of <laughs> <Yeah>. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great, great that, series. That of Band of Brothers was a. Uh, Real fucking fucked. bad. Yeah. yeah. You know, Kinda just like, casual. Uh, let me capture females to. What's it called? Repopulate the, the world. Race. Yeah. Yeah. They jumped in that idea real fast. They were really accepting of it. It doesn't feel like they. It's only been twenty eight days. Guys, it's been twenty eight days. We need to repopulate. C- calm the hell down, Mike. What are you <laughs> doing, been, bro? Like, <laughs> like it, it. Like, think of, like, it has been like it's only been a month. Like <laughs> these guys are kind of like they're they were just shitters to begin with. Yeah, they were just shitty people. They're using yeah, this as an there's excuse. No, there's no. I there's no. There's no. There's no like, desperation here. I can just imagine, guys. We gotta repopulate, dude. It's been two days. Now, no. <laughs> How about now? It's, it's been a month. It's been three more hours. <laughs> <laughs> just a slow wait. Slow wait. Like, it's N- now. No, then one. A month. I will right, give you a month. They. <laughs> there was one guy in the group who was just really antsy about it, so they gave him a month. And then, like, shit, we gotta do it, or he's gonna kill us. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we promised him. He he. Pro- <laughs> he's either gonna kill us, or he's gonna start looking at us differently. So. <laughs> oh no! Oh no, Tyler. Uh, yeah. The the band of brothers are are awful. Um. Doctor Who, Doctor Who's in it. One of them, the number nine, Chris Chris Eccleson. Yep. Also known as uh, that elf in Thor: The Dark World. Oh, everyone, I, I, everyone remembers that movie. Oh yeah. Uh, what was his name? Big fans, big fans. Malekith. Like, with an M. Yeah, Malekith. Malekith or some shit like that. Malekith. That was a. Is it Malachi? Is he Malachi? <laughs> like, is that the name? It's Malice something. 
I'm pretty sure it's like Malachith or Malachith. Yeah. I mean, he like he's everyone's favorite MCU villain. Move, move over, Thanos. Malchith or some shit. Who knows? We're just saying. I don't remember the Dark Elf. We're we're just. I like to forget Thor two existed. (laughs) (laughs) For me, his his best. I just want to say his best role is still Matt Jameson from Leftovers. Oh, that's right. He was in Leftovers. Yeah, his story. He has the show is only three seasons, and he and the show like focuses on. It's like like how Watchmen focuses on particular people for like a special episode. Yeah. He has a trilogy of episodes, one per each season, that is basically titled Matt's No Good, Terrible Day, and they're all amazing. Huh. I got to get around to that. We have we have it in for a category. You've been yelling at me to watch that for like two years now. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's, it's the best show Damien did. Damien I'll, Lindelof. I'll, I'm definitely, I'll get to it. I mean, it, yeah, it has it has really good blood, blood behind it. Hmm. I got to see it. Um, although, speaking of blood, but not not that kind of blood, actually. Um, this show has a really good cast. This movie, this movie has a pretty decent cast. Yeah, yeah. Like I guess this was kind of before some of them got bigger because I think this is before Eccleston's Doctor Who role. Definitely before uh, Leftovers. Definitely before that. Definitely before Cillian Murphy got into Peaky Blinders and was Scarecrow. Yeah. So like definitely some like some really good actors before they got some of their more iconic roles, which is I think is always just fun to see. I mean, I don't um, know if Brandon Gleeson was. I think Brandon Gleeson was. No, he might have been. He might have. Yeah, been. he might have been. I think the only like the only bad uh, performance in this is Frank's daughter, because man, she just kind of feels bored and like she doesn't want to be there for a lot of the movie. Yeah. Her line after her dad dies is terrible. Her what was her line? Dad. <laughs> after he what gets are, shot a are, billion what, times. Yeah, that's right. What are with these movies and just weird post death lines? Like you can just have a like cry out, like just have a yeah, cry or, or something. Just a quick yeah, scream, quick scream. Screams. You can't. You can't go wrong with a scream. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, she just kind of feels bored for most of the movie. Yeah, I mean, she did didn't go on to act again like after this. Oh yeah, this was her. I I thought, fuck. Okay, so when I when I talked about the daughter in Contagion, I was confusing daughters here. And I thought <laughs> we were talking about this one, so I don't actually know if the girl from Contagion ever acted again. Um, uh, who cares? We're past contagion. Yeah, we can't talk now. about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're on a whole new world. Um, and I think I think the last thing we're talking about this movie is like not the ending, but like the final fight sequence, so to speak, where Jim leads a one man army against the band of brothers. Oh yeah, and yeah, he like frees a zombie to like wreak havoc, and he absolutely fucks the shit out of them. Yeah, mm. that's honestly a really great sequence. It yeah, kind, that it kind of ending. feels like it's very Rambo. Yeah, that ending is great when he just lets the zombie loose, and then uh, he's just one using the zombie as a weapon, and two gunning. Not gu- he doesn't even gun down everybody. He just lets the zombie do the work. Uh, he, yeah, he, he fucks up a couple of them. He stabs that one guy in the chest. Yeah, but for the most part, I think the zombie has more kills than him, doesn't he? Yeah, but like he's like he's like he's traversing the area so like quietly. He's like climbing up the side of the building. He's in the rafters. He it feels like he's like a hunter basically, and I think it's just a really good scene. And I, I also how... I really like. Oh, phase on you first. No, you can continue. There's the one thing I really like is when he frees the zombie. The zombie kind of like looks at him in understanding, and um, I think it's just like I, just, I really like that sequence. It's like the zombie still has like some level of intelligence. There's two moments like that because that same zombie is it the same zombie or like if he, once he infected somebody else, the zombie's looking in the mirror. And he's like looking at himself. 
and doesn't do anything. He just keeps staring. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. It has like a moment of self-actualization, which honestly I think is kind of fucking hilarious. Like he, mm. he looks at himself, he stares, and he gets really pissed off and walks away. It's like it's that the uh, dog from Big Mouth. You know what? That's a that's a good comparison. I was gonna say I remember on Twitter there was a video of a dog who could communicate to his owner with like a like a paddle. Oh, the push like pedal button. thing. Yeah, yeah, the push pedaling. And he looked in the mirror. He said, "Who this?" And then you know the owner said, "That's you." And he looked back in the mirror and he said, "Help." <laughs> <laughs> And I just, it's just the first thing that came to mind. But yeah, I like that the zombies seem to have like some, some like, this is like a residue intelligence there that I yeah. think is kind of interesting. I don't think it's I, explored very much, but I think it's pretty interesting. I liked how, like, throughout the movie, like, obviously the zombies were like the main villains, right? But like, towards the back half, you kind of just start to really, really fucking hate the humans, the band of brothers. Yeah. yeah. It's the classic, the humans are the real monster. Which yeah, I it happens probably all the time. wasn't it wasn't too overdone then. Now it's it's kind of yeah, overdone because it's, like, it's just it's everywhere. But I also thought they did classic. it really well. Yeah, no, I agree. They they really make you hate those guys. <laughs> Granted, yeah, sex slaves after twenty eight days is kind of questionable. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> not well just, done. They, they were waiting for it. it. They, they were just waiting yeah, for it. They were really excited. This movie, guys, actually, now no. <laughs> it's actually like a commentary on the British military. Probably, maybe. Um. One one last thing of note I think about this movie is that it has two endings, which is actually kind of it's it's interesting. Technically three, two of them were shot, one wasn't. Oh, yeah, well, one I, wasn't I don't shot. know that. I don't. What was what's the one that wasn't shot? Well, I guess we'll just hit them one by one. The actual ending is that uh, Jim gets badly injured, but they are able to save him, and then the movie ends with the plane going over them, and they have like a sign that says for them to like, and like an SOS sign basically. It says hello. Yes, it's hello. The alternate ending that was filmed is Jim gets injured, and then Jim dies. And then I don't know what this third ending is. The third ending is he dies. I don't know how exactly, oh. but they both die. All right. Well, Jim dies again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we have the, the three real endings. Jim lives, Jim dies, and Jim dies too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it's I think it's a fun movie. I think it's solid. Yeah, I kind of like really want to see 28 weeks later now. Because mm. I know there's like the one famous scene of like is the, the opening running away. Yeah, is the opening? I well, really no, I don't, I don't know if the scene you're talking about is the opening. I just know that the opening, uh, everybody loves that opening. Everyone says that opening is like I think it's supposed to be like legitimately scary or at least like just extremely well done. Mm-hmm. But then everyone says it kind of the movie kind of loses it after the opening, but it's still okay. I still want to give it a shot. I want to give it a, uh, give it give it give it give it a chance. Mm. And on that note, Tyler. On that note, we're going to do inched. I figured. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was a weird. I you were supposed to do the transition, damn it. Is he doing do... deranged or is it you? I was I gonna say we did. Did you do twenty eight days, Faison? I did twenty eight days. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah, it's you, Tyler. <laughs> we, he 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 gets a pass. He's he's sick. Yeah, he's I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, so deranged, uh, twenty twelve movie, uh, Korean movie. It's taking the like whole pandemic aspect in a different way. It's about it's the virus in this case. It's not zombie. It's not zombies, although the effects are very zombie-like, I guess. Yeah, I'd say they're very zombie-like. Yeah, so there's something in the water. Like there's something in the water and once this like I guess it's, it's like a, a parasite. parasitic worm or some shit. Yeah, it's like a, a horsetail worm, I think is what they said something like that. Yeah, so if you're infected with it, you get this urge to um, 
Like you just you really dehydrate. Like you aren't dehydrated, but you just have this need to drink water. I mean, I think and- you kind of are dehydrated because basically, like first you get really hungry. Um, Is it the then, hunger? I thought it was just yeah, water. Well, first, it's hunger. They said, and then after the hunger, then you get extremely thirsty because I guess it's like the the parasite is kind of like just eating, sucking all, all yeah, your nutrients out. Pretty much all the nutrients in your body is just is just completely sucking them out. And then, like when you need to get that much water, you end up just drowning yourself. So, like yeah. this, uh, like I think it's like South Which, Korea. By the way, is very questionable. Why would you drown yourself? Because you need to drink all that water. But like, I mean, I mean, I, I they did base this off of the real bug, yeah, that does this. And I mean, there's also like a fungus that does something very similar that is like the plot of the Last of Us games, where like the fungus takes over control of the host and like it causes them to, to kill themselves. But in the Last of Us, it just turns them into like a fungus zombie, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, I think there, there are, there are horrible, horrible things in nature that do this. <laughs> okay, see, I didn't know that, yeah, but like, I guess it's, I think it's. I think this is an interesting movie. I think this is probably like the most interesting of the three for me. It's there's a lot of like there's a lot of the, interesting pieces. The yeah, most the interesting premise, most yeah. Unique, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the execution of like the like as the plague itself here because like you see people usually like at night they start getting like these crazy um, hammerings for the water. So even if like you've grouped them all up to try and like quarantine them and keep them safe. They start like pounding at the doors and trying to break out. And you have like scenes where people are like trying to grab them in the streets. And these these infected people, they're almost like zombies just desperately running towards like the river or the lake or anywhere they can drown themselves. Yeah. Anywhere. It's like the fountain, even the yeah. sink, they'll fill it up and then dunk their head in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some like really good like I think all of the scenes where the infected are trying to get to water are insanely intense. Yeah. Like there's one moment, I think in like one of the first scenes where um, like these people, the, the the crowds of the infected are coming, and this woman's crossing the street. She just gets slammed by a car, and it was just like, holy shit! I like, I think that was like, it just caught me so off guard. Mm. Like, in because the tension was already so high that when that happened, like, I, I was almost like, oh shit! Like, it took yeah. me a second to be like, oh wow, okay, yeah, gotta keep <laughs> this. This movie's actually very tense. Yeah, they do that really well. The best scenes are when it's night or when people are trying to to go for the water. And the movie follows uh, a regular Korean salaryman who lost all of his money in the stock market because of his brother, who is a cop. And it's basically like it's, it's his journey to find drugs. Yep. Drugs that can save his family. It's one man's <laughs> journey to finding drugs. Yeah. Yes. And man, he goes to hell and back for it. <laughs> yep. Truly. Uh, I, I still think this guy was an asshole to his family. I really do. I mean, he's kind of an asshole. Like, I don't I don't disagree with you. He's like. I think he's kind of like an exhausted asshole you know like he's like overworked he lost all his money he's in this kind of shitty sales job even though he's like a master he has like a master's in like chemistry or something it's like you know he he's not having a great time is this just walter white if he was korean and a, a plague happened <laughs> yeah, mean, if he didn't have cancer <laughs> yeah he didn't have cancer so he just stood angry at his job basically yeah yeah pretty much hmm like I think that I I do think though that because it's focused almost entirely on his family and even like the certain members of the government are like like his his brother's girlfriend she's one of the members of the government who's working on a cure and shit right like the characters actually are good <laughs> they're actually well characterized yeah, I and think worked on this probably had the best characters of all three that we've watched so far I just agree. hate that I hate the main character I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler has yeah, yeah, but like he's still hatred. well done. You can hate yeah. him. But he's, yeah, I agree. I, I, I feel still like well you, done. 
You only hate I, him I don't know. he's an asshole. No, because <laughs> like I it's not that I hate like I hate the I just hate the character. I like asshole characters, like Good Times an amazing movie, and that main character and that's an asshole, so mm-hmm. but like for him um, the I mean I'm jumping ahead, but near the end, like his like his wife like his whole family is affected by the virus. Yeah, everyone but him. Everyone but him. So he's going out, he's trying to find the drug. But throughout the whole movie, he's really deme- not I guess the meaning is the right wrong word. But like Every time he talks he to his meaning, that's what I'm saying. It's not just, the right word. It's not the I think right he's word. He's just like, he's really, he's like his wife calls him and she's like, oh, I love you. He's like, just, just, please just, just fucking focus on yourself. You know, so but you, he's not saying it like that. He's like saying, no, you're stupid. Don't do that. You're, you're stupid. Let me work. It's like, wait a minute. Does he say she's stupid? I don't remember. In that scene, it. he says you're stupid. I don't remember that. In the scene, he says you're stupid. I, I, yeah, and I'm, I but maybe the translation was just a little weird. Maybe, but like Actually, I hope yeah, Tyler Tyler used a different translation than I did. Oh right, because you found it somewhere else. I found it on a on a website with its because I couldn't get the subtitles to work with yours. Mm. Um, so I'm I now kind of wonder actually if we, we had different experiences. <laughs> your your version made him the best husband yeah, ever. Mine made him so the worst. Kind. Like he, he's yelling at her on the phone. He's like, "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't Please say no. He he doesn't no. He doesn't. The, okay, in the version I say, it's she's basically giving what is basically goodbye, like because she thinks she's not gonna make it. And he's like, "No, you're stupid. Don't do that. Just, you're stupid. You're stupid." I'm like, like Tyler, Tyler like, that's not him <laughs> calling her like actually stupid. It's the, the, no, 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 no. Again, the way the way he I is saying it, he, and the way he's acting, the way she's saying it, and the way he's acting, it wasn't like uh like he's not even like oh I'm like he was. It looked I don't know the way I see it was like you're angry, and I'm like that's. That's not the way you should be going out here, buddy. That's not the that's not we the end you want. Distinctly different reads on this movie, Tyler. I don't. I also don't remember him calling her stupid. Still, I, I specifically can, remember let's, that. Let's pin that one down to the subs. Maybe my memory's sure. a fan, fan <laughs> sub, and it just. <laughs> it's like, let's make this character better. <laughs> Look, maybe yours is the fucking fan sub, and he's actually not an asshole, and you just were, yours was subbed by a really bitter husband. Maybe we don't know. Uh, I don't think he's that bad. I think that all the other characters are actually really fleshed out. The wife, even the kids. The brother um, is. I like the, the brother. brother. Yeah, the brother's really good. The, bro- the brother and his girlfriend, I think, are really good. Um, yeah, I think that this has, like, the most, I guess, well-rounded characters out of all of them. Because even, like, in 28 Days, I don't think I can say a lot in terms of character about anyone other than Frank. Yeah. Like, true. I don't really have anything to say about Frank's daughter or Selena or Jim, Jim. really, even. Like Frank is the only one that I can say like, oh, this guy has has character. You know, there's like there's there's some characterization here. He likes to drink. He's he's dad. You know, there's there's, there's some pieces at work here. He's, he's he's got a charm to him that makes him enjoyable to watch. I don't know if I can say that about everyone else in that movie. Yeah, Jim's the Everman because that's yeah. really what it's like. What happens if you wake up and the world's gone? It's like ah, right, you can- He's him. a blank canvas. Pretty much. Blank canvases are fucking boring. <laughs> True. I've seen yeah. certain shows when they do it, and I mean certain you know. Certain things do it better. Your mileage varies. I think 28 Days does it well enough. Um, but there's other times where I've seen blank canvas characters be the most boring fucking thing in the world. Sure. Um, yeah. But I think that, yeah, and deranged characters think are really good. I think actually the overall tension throughout the film, I think is super high. Yeah. Even though like the plague is not infecting the whole world, like in contagion, it's not like this crazy high spread, high mortality. It's high mortality rate, but like, it's not like killing people immediately or anything. There's still like a really good sense of tension just because like you're fathering, you're, you're following the dad's story of trying to find these pills. So you're immediately invested in what someone's doing 
unlike in Contagion, where no one's really doing anything. Like they're doing things, but no one has like a motivation that you're follow you're strictly following because you're just you're split between so many different stories, like story beats. Yeah. And then in 28 days, the motivation is just kind of to survive, which mm. isn't necessarily like it's not a particularly in-depth or interesting thing to follow. Whereas here it's like my family is sick. I need to get these drugs to save my family. I will go to black market vendors and I will I'll take drugs from wherever I can if, if it means saving them. Mm. Um, but then they also like they do some interesting things with the dad. Like at one point he actually has drugs in his hand and he sees a woman whose baby clearly has the illness like sobbing. Yeah. And he, he gives her some of the pills and that causes him to basically get all of his drugs taken away from him mm. because a bunch of other people like attack him. So like they do I think they do a lot of interesting things with the character that in, that helps the tension as well. Yeah, I agree. Like, with that. I get. I don't know about you, Tyler, because you you fucking hated this man, but I felt very very bad for him every time things would like just barely fuck up. Like he'd give the blood drugs to the kid, and then he'd lose all the medicine he had, or he'd go to the black market vendor, and like the cops would burst in, and he'd be and he'd flush everything. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So it's like I really I really felt bad for him throughout the whole movie, and that kind of like ramped up the tension. Yeah, I like I did uh, like the, those moments because it's obvious that he still did. Uh, care for his family because he's obviously doing everything for them and even though he did uh, uh give the random girl and the kid the uh, the drugs yeah it shows that he was like that he like he cared about other people too even though like obviously he could have just saved his family himself but he saw somebody else in a worse opposition so yeah, yeah. like i don't know my issue was just his interactions with his wife more or less interesting see i feel like i feel like if everything we just talked about was like the whole movie. It'd be a I great would have liked movie. it. Yeah, it would have been a great movie. <laughs> but then but it, it doesn't. Wasn't. Then it keeps going. <laughs> it does one thing very stupid. Uh, it, it decides that this is not a natural plague. This is a conspiracy. From the pharmaceutical for, I, company. From Big yeah, Pharma Tech. Big Pharma Tech. Which, I mean, fair. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you, movie. I just think it's not. It just kind of hurts the film. Um, I hate Big Pharma as much as the next uh, Korean director. Yeah. Uh, um, but like, yeah. So first, it says like, oh, it's actually it was a a conspiracy made by a bunch of these scientists who went rogue. And then it was like, no, it was actually big pharma because the whole movie, the company that has the um, like the patent on the drug, yeah, like is refusing to sell it to the government unless the government buys them out for like billions of of yeah, currency. yeah. So like, which, which I, is it, I, it's, I, I hate it. I hate like. Like I, I could have. I was okay if the like the first half of the movie was like, oh, I pretty good. And I, I can see like really liking this. And I was like, all right, I'll excuse whatever the interactions with his wife if the movie still pays off. Then they introduced the whole, oh, it was a scientist. Like, okay, kind of shaky. And then it's like, I hated, oh, no. I hated the scientist more than Big Pharma. Like when yeah. it was just the scientist, I hated it. And then when it was Big Pharma, it's like, okay, I like that a bit I, more. But I still would have preferred if it was just a natural occurring thing. I hate, I hated both. So I was like, really? You did like scientists? Like, okay, big pharma, slightly worse for me. Okay, interesting. interesting. Either way, either way, I didn't like yeah, it. Either. either way, I would have preferred it was a regular thing. Although yeah. I do, I do think that I don't. I like this. This is one of two Korean films I've ever watched. I've seen this and I've seen Parasite. Um, both of these movies have a distinctly anti-capitalist message to them. Yep. Like this movie's clearly targeting big pharma, but even like beyond that. Our protagonist is like he's clearly fucking exhausted from working this like dead end job at the sales representative. Yeah, like, he hates it, and it's like putting a strain on his relationship with his his kids and his wife. So like 
there's kind of a clear thing against both big pharma and work culture here. And like, that's a really big thing in Parasite. Um, I don't know if that's a trend in Korean movies. I don't I haven't know. haven't seen enough to. Yeah, I don't I haven't seen enough. We, we will continue to see more as things go on. Maybe we'll see a bit more of a trend as we go. But like, I kind of, I'm very curious to see as it is. And I'm also kind of wonder as like, I don't know. Is there like a really big like class disparity in Korea? I have no fucking idea. I, I don't really know. But I mean, if it's by Parasite, then yeah. I mean, yeah, if we if we base it off of Parasite, but we really can't base it off of one movie. That's not, <laughs> it's not a great. Um, yeah, we can't base it off one movie and like which in which the whole plot was is, is the class yeah. well, difference. I'm trying to think because I've well, seen actually, mem- I'm tra- uh, I saw Memories of Murder and that's by Bong too, and I'm trying Snow to remember. Snowpiercer yeah, very clearly has yeah, it's by Bong and has a clear distinction like of class and that being problematic. I, mean, I don't I know, maybe that's um, just Bong, but Train to Busan, but I don't remember if that one was really. It kind, I think it did. I think it kind of did. Yeah, I think I it didn't did. see that yet. Really? Well, okay, then... so it's starting to seem like there is a trend that we are lightly seeing that we can't confirm, can't deny. I think Memories of Murder. I don't, I don't remember that movie going into any of the rich aspects of Korea. Because that whole movie is about just a serial killer and trying to find who is it. So I don't think that one went into it. But at least the three, the three that we just said do. Or four, yeah. if we count uh, Snowpiercer. Which even though it's an American film, it's by Bong. Uh-huh. So I, I think that's fair enough to count. Uh, so we got four. I'd say four. So that's 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 already enough to say that there's a trend. Um, which kind of makes me appreciate the anti-pharma plot a little bit more. Like, I guess having that kind of context that this is something that they do in film yeah. and this is something I enjoy that they do in film. Mm. But I can kind of, I can see this movie more as a big, a take against, uh, against big pharma more than a, yeah, a I just, movie. Yeah, I just didn't think, like, I just didn't think it fit. I can agree. I do think that this would have been a stronger film if, they if it was natural. It, if it was natural. Yeah. But being that they did big pharma instead of like rogue scientists, yeah, I can see and appreciate what they were going for a bit I more. I also just otherwise. hated that at the end. It was just he was just like yeah I can make this shit. <laughs> it he he gives a weird explanation for it with soap. I'm not a chemist. I don't know if that's any. Of I just didn't true. like it. Like whatever <laughs> the explanation, I just didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like the. This the company ending. spent all this time developing this cure, and then he was just like, yeah, I could do this shit too. I'm kind of I don't really have particularly strong feelings. I, on that I just plot didn't point. like that part at all. I, I mean, the last fair. shot, the last shot, the last shot also... I have particularly strong feelings on because basically, you know, like, like Faison said, he manages to make the drug. He gets some to his family. He saves a whole bunch of people. Um, city's happy. He, you know, life goes back to normal. And then like he's he's at like the, the fair with his wife and kids. Him, his wife and kids, they're at they're in New York, I think. Right. Mm, I think they're just at the like the carnival from the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah they're yeah, at yeah, a right, cru- right. they're, in, they're still in like wherever the town yeah, in Korea is. In Korea. Yeah, yeah. But just then talking. they show <laughs> then they show a body which is yeah, floating in New York, Harbor. New York Harbor. And there's just a body floating in there to show that it's spread across the country. Yeah, like or it's the, it's the in world. the it's in the water now. And it's like God damn it! You pulled a uh, nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah, I did. I don't know, man. The back half of this movie, I just hated. Yeah, you hated it, really. I, not yeah, hate, I, I didn't. Like, I, I didn't like the back half. Very, very strongly disliked it. Wow, very interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Okay, I think that like the last scene, the very last shot, is probably my single largest problem with the whole movie. Yeah. It's like I just I hate that. I hate that movies are doing. We're are are were occasionally do this. Like the whole movie's going great, 
everything's kind of tying up well. And then you're like, oh, but we want to leave you on a cliffhanger. Yeah. God damn it. Stop it. Cliffhangers are fucking stupid sometimes. Don't do them unless you have a really good reason. Like it's, it's not even like an open-ended one, right? Where it's like, oh, is it there? Is it not? Like, maybe, yeah. maybe it's not. It's like, no, it's there. But no, it's, it's like there. very obviously like it, this it hasn't gone away. Yeah, it's I, it's not. I don't like it. I hate that scene a lot. Like if they somehow made it open-ended where you're left thinking like, oh, shit, maybe it's maybe it's there. Maybe it isn't like um, like an It Follows where it ends with the. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like that, that, that's a, that was good, a good yeah. way to end it. But this is just like like clear cut, like it's there. Like you could have just so the cut point? to like kids playing in the water in the New York harbor and just yeah. ended it ominously with that. And like don't even don't even fucking bother showing the body, honestly. I don't yeah. know. I, I hate it a lot. I hate it a lot. I think I would have <laughs> almost preferred because like he looks over his shoulder, like to the camera when he thinks about it. I almost would have preferred if like it then after seeing the body, it cut to him just like smirking it off and looking back to his wife yeah. to imply that this was just a thought that he had but it ends it cuts at the body yeah yeah <laughs> which is really fucking like stupid i really hate that no I, I really hate that i don't think it like it doesn't ruin the movie for me like like nightmare on elm street how like the ending retroactively makes yeah it i don't think it completely worse. ruined the movie for me yeah but i, I do hate that scene a lot. i just i just didn't like the ending at all that was it. Mm. that's fair final thoughts underranged Eh, I got none. It was like an okay movie. I yeah. like it. I like. I, I liked actually. it. I just think that the back half made it ruined worse. what was a really really good movie. I mm. think the really really good front half definitely carries it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. think the back half ruins it too much for me though. Yeah. All right. On that note, I guess uh, it's time to do our countdown. So we'll All start right. off at three. I'm gonna go Contagion. I am also gonna go Contagion. Arranged. Okay, interesting. Go to two. I'll say I'm, Contagion. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give a hot take. 28 days. I'm going to go deranged. Yeah. All right. So this is, I think this is looking like our first week where we have a different list. No, we had different lists for musicals as well. We, we had different lists a lot of times at this point. But we, have, we haven't had completely different lists where no two We had it for musicals, didn't we? Yeah. No, we, you we, both we, had. We haven't had, a, we haven't had a list where like, um, oh, like all every single pick different. is different. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've all been different, but we've all like like me and you both had Contagion at three. Yeah. So like that's like we haven't had every single spot be absolutely nothing. Well, like. it's like almost impossible. Oh, almost, but not impossible. We just have to have drastically different tastes. Yeah, so I, I don't know which week is going to be that. Contagion is one. Because <laughs> Tyler had it at two, so yeah. somehow that's going to be my best movie of the week. Yeah. <laughs> it it one day one day we'll do it, and on that note, number one, uh, for me is Deranged. 28 days later. 28 days. I'm the black sheep here. Yeah. I think 28 days also, like, I watched it as a kid, and I li- I liked it a lot then. Mm, okay. I just so think it's all the other way around. I, liked it. I, I think that the tone of it ends up really hurting me, and also the fact that just, like, the characters are kind of stand-ins. Yeah. I, like, I get, only... Outside of Frank, I can't really say any of them are real characters, and then Frank dies, so. Understandable. Back out sure. of the movie doesn't have characters who aren't just the villains. Yeah. And even like the villains feel very don't aren't, aren't particularly like they're not interesting villains. They're just really horrible people. So it's not like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching this for the villain. It's like, no, they're just shitters. I just don't like them. I mean, I sure. liked him. I thought it was an interesting concept. I think it's an interesting enough concept, but like, I don't know. I don't think it's interesting enough to carry a movie with very little character at that point. You yeah, could I you just... could argue you could argue Jim has kind of like developed because he didn't want to even talk about killing the kid the first when he did. Yeah. And at the end he's like helping just wipe out all these people. 
I do but, like that. We didn't mention it. I do like the after he kills the one guy and Selena was about to decapitate him, he gives the line of that's more than a heartbeat. Yeah. I didn't like that line actually. You didn't? I thought it was a bit too cheesy. Huh. I thought it was I thought it was just a little bit too cheesy for my taste. Kind of coming back to the stuff with tone, I guess, for me. Maybe that's why. Maybe because like I was actively thinking about the tone at that point. Yeah. And he's like he's like, so like once you had it in your line. head, like you just fucking yeah. yeah. Makes I think sense. it affects it a little bit for me. Mm, and that's fair. the bench. That's the bench. I think this is a pretty a pretty straightforward week. Yeah. yeah I, agree. I don't think there was like I think the only real difference was gonna be contagion versus like deranged, honestly, for most of us. Like so yeah. What did you have? Twenty eight days second or second, yeah. Like okay. Contagion's just a boring fucking movie. Contagion has very little going for it in my yeah. mind. Uh twenty eight days I think has a lot going for it. And I think the range, the strong points just kind of outdo the problems. Yeah, for me the weak points of deranged stood out too much though. Yeah, that's that's fair. I can I can respect that. I just, I think I I think I value the strong points enough on this one. And that is our first ever uh, socially distanced <laughs> podcast episode. It was a. Uh, this is a lot harder than this is. This is harder than than you'd expect. Yeah, is, yeah. Me kept cutting. I kept cutting out. Yeah, face, so. we to, uh, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for Tyler to. Granted, uh, I realized what it was. Oh, what was it? The the wire is long as hell, and my the moment my leg moved, it at, like inched it out. Ah, uh, classic. Yeah, classic. So I got it like wrapped around something. Huh. What are you Alrighty. gonna do? Wrap it note, around. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess you can do something. About what it. am I gonna do? Wrap it around. Exactly <laughs> what I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, feel follow free us. To... Yeah, Tyler, you handle that. Uh, follow us if you're do, not. Do a sickly voice. That way they can feel bad for you. Throw a couple coughs in there. <laughs> Please follow. <laughs> follow. Like, leave a review. On. Tyler or might not be with us for music. much longer. So, yeah, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, YouTube, all, all the classics, all the classics. Sure. Uh, remember check out Pilot G on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, pi- SoundCloud slash Pilot G. Check out remember the show out. movie uh, complex channel. Yep, check her out. Um, what else we got? I don't uh, know. Leave, leave a review, rate. Yeah, please. yeah, well, yeah. Please, uh, please. Yeah, as my if, dying if, wish. If you, if you yeah. had, if you have, if you have, you guys gotten COVID? If you if do so, please leave a review in which you let us know. Um, I don't think that's how reviews work. <laughs> I we have no other way of communicating with people. So if you want to communicate with us, just leave it in a review. What? Yeah. What? Follow me on Twitter. True or Tyler at Tyler's Locker on Tyler, Twitter. We, we mm-hmm. get we get reviews if we do it this way, Tyler. Tyler's we don't want reviews other than COVID symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> Are all of our reviews? Yeah, I got COVID. I can't taste anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a and, weird. It's like, what is the show about? <laughs> COVID, apparently. At least for the episode. All right. Well, that well, note, are we guys, binging on uh, COVID symptoms? Um, I mean, you kind of were. <laughs> I only have two, three, whatever the hell it is. Uh. Well, good luck with not dying, Tyler. And uh, thank you. And I won't be watching. back next week. All right, my we funeral. won't be back next week. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna, we're thank gonna. Thank you guys him. for listening. <laughs> see we'll you guys. see you next week. Bye. Maybe not, Tyler. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> see ya. See ya.